0: Hello and welcome to the crystal core radio podcast. I'm your host, Brian. And joining me is we have a panel of excellent guests to talk about our media tour and Walker Roundtable. Do you give our impressions of the job? Talk about what we found awesome and overwhelming and exciting and what we are looking for, obviously with the release of Endwalker, early access kicking on November 19th. Let's go around and introduce ourselves for those who don't know everybody sitting around here. Let's start with you, Chili. Where can people find you? What you got going on? Plug your stuff.
1: Uh, you can find me at oh, uh, twitch.tv says Moogle Radio, though you can find my media coverage on PlayStation Universe at yeah. psu.com. Um, we do a podcast every two weeks. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, and yeah, we're just growing on Twitch. Right now, we just hit over 800 followers. Congrats, Woo! man. That's huge. Thank you.
0: On the way, way, let's get into to 1K. Safely. If you're listening to this, all the links to everybody here on this panel are in the description. Mioni, I don't think you need an introduction, but there are occasional uh, crossovers that people just haven't heard of us or haven't heard of you. You're rocking an amazing-looking VTuber. So for those listening into the audio, if you have not seen Mioni's VTuber,
2: wow, like, impressive. I What's going on, man? I'm good, thank you. Uh, I'm I'm just, you know, chilling out here with Charlene behind me, you know, relaxing. Being, being my normal cat girl self you know living the dream how are you guys doing really good not bad. good 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 good. but yeah yeah what what a what an opportunity to come onto but uh, not only the media tour but now to talk about it with you guys i'm ex- i'm i'm super hyped and where can people find you uh youtube uh just type in meoni and you'll find me it's pretty much the top result and on twitch.tv forward slash me with uh pretty much weekly streams uh about five days a week at the moment 7 p.m PST. very nice very nice Ooh, team whiskers team whiskers
1: yeah
0: <laughs> our and, stream uh, team stream team and then we have chris over here chris tell people who you be. I... <laughs> I'm be
3: <A> stranger <laughs> I'm the, the other half of work to game and uh i publish over to gaming kinda and now gaming kinda tv over on facebook and yeah we're we're streaming a lot as a matter of facts media tour coverage has been the only thing that like interrupted streaming this year is uh as it's been short it was short streams through the 13th and then we're going to be covering everything that everybody found out nonstop for weeks probably
0: yeah there's a lot there's a lot to unpack lot. and that's what the goal of the show is we're going to get some really good takes from everybody here about their media tour experience what they got to play what they wish they had more time to play there's honestly we could we could make this a 13-hour show but we're not we're going to save you guys some time we're going to condense it into the best hour of your life guaranteed smash five stars like that smash button on here on YouTube and do all the cool social media stuff be sure to share this out with those and if you guys are interested in the uh, audio only version of the show search crystal core radio uh wherever podcasts are found so uh let's go ahead and dive into the panel we got some people to thank we're gonna thank them towards the end of the show itself uh first and foremost uh, Chris you said like you're not streaming 14 right you're playing New World and that's for a reason afraid of accidentally leaking stuff has anybody <laughs> here been in that situation Chris was live and and I almost put something into chat and I was like I oh god nope gonna delete that because it's like I literally have to not think about 14 in a public way right while the the embargo was going on. And so now that the embargo is lifted, I'm like, oh, finally, I'm not not the guy. I I don't want it to be like, and that was Brian. Clearly that ginger doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. Have anybody been close to that or you found yourself going like,
1: "Um." I've got close a couple of times, especially about housing, because I got lucky with an interview with Yoshi P and one of the questions was housing and someone kept asking about housing. And I'm like, I want to say stuff, and most of the stuff I heard was what we've heard, but at the same time, I don't want to say it because it was a little bit more detailed. Yeah. So I'm like, housing lottery exists in the expansion? No more said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, good for you on that one. Mioni. have you had any close calls?
2: It's been close, but I've, I've been pretty good. I've been able to stream Final Fantasy fourteen without too many issues. But when people come in and say, Hey, Mioni, have you seen all of these leaks on mm. Twitter? And I'm like, what? Why Why are people doing this? Why would they risk A, everything? And why would they ruin everything that everyone at Square Enix has worked so hard for? That's my opinion. A lot of people seem to disagree for some reason on on social media. But, you know, I think it's, it's a poor decision and it's going to impact us in the future but um it's been hard because they're like hey look there's all these tool tips and they start talking about like yesterday was was an absolute nightmare for me to stream um because it was just like hey look at look at all this i'm like i i do not have an opinion other than these people i hope square enix finds them
3: well thankfully around the same time that there were leaks Around all of this, there were also leaks of Twitch information, and then here in the states, we've had all this Mm -hmm. stuff going on with like Facebook, like whistleblower, and so like the conversation of leaks. I have a lot of like other examples and analogies I can use on stream, and like I don't have to talk about Final Fantasy. Like we can talk about how I feel about the spectrum from like invading someone's privacy to whistleblowing, and everything that takes place in between. Where somewhere in between, there's just like breach of contract and all those things like we can talk about how I feel if that's what people want to come talk about and I don't have to address the actual leaks themselves
0: yeah people were asking want to talk about them people were asking me about the leaks Mm. and I'm like I'm I'm not going to acknowledge any of that conversation because I don't even want to deny that they're fake or or accidentally confirm that they're real um because I am trick isn't it I'm the like I could literally confirm that as a real leak or a fake leak and literally it's just like i'm not going to say a word because it's like oh even if some stuff was put in there fakely i didn't even look at it i was like i'm it hurt like i was like chris called me he's like have you seen the leaks and i was like no we're a week away yeah we're like it's a week ago we're a week away and i'm just like come on why and then he starts telling me like actually it's a big mess because people are being accused all this Mm. stuff is going on and i'm like
1: well, that sucks. Just,
0: it's like, this is a fun event and then all of a sudden it's like now it's now it's not and now i, I get i've seen what people said about the debate right like people like to theory craft i'm not going to judge anybody for theory crafting at all like they get the information there you go let's stop the, the problem at its source what do you think jilly
1: the thing is though people could start theory crafting from next week when it's officially announced it does they mm-hmm. don't it and plus as much as you want to theory craft now as we've said to a lot of people as square enix have said to everyone that this is subject to change there's no point theory crafting the details now because who knows exactly what's going to be i mean i would say that most of them is probably going to be about the same effects mm-hmm. but who knows what the potencies are going to be if they're going right. to be 100 ignore the same. numbers yeah, ignore yeah the numbers um I did like someone's idea. Well, I didn't like... I found someone's idea kind of confusing. I know I read someone's idea. They're like, what if they gave different content creators different potency numbers? I'm like, that wouldn't make any sense at all.
0: Oh, (laughs) that would be so funny. Well, I think you'd end up getting a lot of friction because then people would be like, oh, this person's lying. They're presenting fake information. This person's the truth because we see that happen already in social media. Like, people form a team. Like, imagine Mr. Happy getting the wrong numbers and then him reporting on it like it's real and then literally people using that for years later to say oh, yeah, when Happy lied about the information yeah, he got. Yeah. And, Remember you know, when
3: Happy was way off base about Monk or whatever? So, like, the other thing to keep in mind is there are technologies out there to watermark. There are technologies out there to create pixel imperfections and things like that that act as identifiers that if the image is scanned, there are things that human eye may not pick up um, that they can detect who it is. And there has been speculation that Square Enix has some of those things. And so, they do. you know, I, I they hope do. that they catch whoever it was on Reddit. Leaked them. Because this is what, this is what stops us from having new future media tours. Cause to people that are anti embargo, they don't like the reason that companies have embargoes, whether or not we are ever invited to anything again, the reason that embargoes exist is because there are people out there like writers that write articles that know that the first article to hit publish wins in Google SEO rank. You have to be first for many of these websites and like, yes, being bigger allows you to be last compared to somebody smaller. But when you talk about all the big sites, they are all big. And so the person who's first, if they could get theirs out a whole day earlier, that's better, even if it's less accurate. And so they're, they're encouraged to process the information as quickly as possible. And they're trying to be as accurate as possible in less time. By saying there's an embargo, in theory, what you're getting is a much more thoughtful piece of coverage. You're getting somebody that's had time to not just read one job and hit publish. Cause I will tell you, I'm working on the jobs in an order. And Warrior was done before I started Dark Knight. And I had glanced at all of them, but there were things that by the time I finished, I did Warrior, then Dark Knight, then Gunbreaker, then Paladin. By the time I got through Paladin, I felt differently about Warrior. But if if we're talking about a YouTube search algorithm, I should have been hitting publish as I went but they're locked under embargo. And so that allows me to say, let me go back and tweak that video a little bit because I think there's something that could be said a little bit better. I think there's something that could be said a little cleaner. And that's what an embargo allows for, that there's no other time in covering this game that we have that. Every other time is a sprint. So I'm I'm pretty someone, pro embargo.
1: As someone who's covered major events in the past for press, um, such as E3, Tokyo Game Show, I've done it for years. I've been doing it for nine years now spoilers behind the scenes it's one person writing notes and there'll be like five or six people in a disco call each one individually taking the, the next article so that way as soon as they've got the article up they can click publish and then they can jump onto the article after that so that that way they're ready to click publish for that article even if the article isn't 100 perfect they use your notes so that that way it's up it's in the seo and then it'll be updated later with the full information and that's the downside of not having embargoes is because people then can rush to get the big articles out and they wouldn't be the first people to get seen. And then later on, they'll update it or amend it with all the more juicier details. And that's why embargoes are so good, because it means that everyone's not just rushing to be the first, everyone's rushing to be out at the same time.
0: Yeah, right. And that's and that's one of the things that I think is really critical with this whole process is that that's why I, like initially my my feeling was of frustration because it's like i've been working really hard and like i chris knows this so it's like i have been you know we've both been working really hard we've been coordinating we've been talking you know hey like i'm you know i'm gonna work on the the casters and the healers and if there's time i'll get more but i don't have enough time in between you know like here and the you know and then now the embargo up uh to release all the content that we've got planned and so like what you know like I'm gonna do this if you can do these others, we come back right but then it's like I got I was just really disappointed because it's like I feel like I'm doing all this hard work and then Chris reminded me though like rightfully so it's like but I'm still studying the information the thing that we actually get out of this is we get to become source matter experts over the tooltips even if though they're, they're going to change we at least get to study this stuff and be able to talk to people about it Th- you know, with, and so I was like, yep, this is great. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm re-motivated, you know? Yeah. It's out there. I, you know, I can't control that. I can only sit here and say, well, I'm going to try to make the most informed videos that I can, uh, and share my thoughts on, on it. So any, any, any other thoughts on, on the
2: leaks? Yeah honestly it's it's sad and i i feel sorry for square enix and yoshi p and all the hours that they put into it but you're right at the end of the day we got to play it which is different than just a tooltip so i think people will still enjoy that content but for, for the actual content and the fact that we have that uh that take on it that they other people might not have so speaking
1: we know of getting how to play... it feels more than yeah. just reading it
0: yeah exactly mm-hmm. so speaking of getting to play and walker we've Saw Yoshi P. He did his presentation. What was the like the biggest takeaway that you guys got from the game, the presentation, media tour? I'll start
2: with you, Miani. It was absolute heaven for me because I've never been to a media tour before, and when they showed me what this was like, I was like, you know, it was it was just cat in a, can, a cat in a, kind, a candy store basically. Everything was just like, wow, look how how smooth this is running all the way from Japan because we played remotely. Um, I, I think we can talk about that, can't we? And uh, just, just insane. It was insane. Everything. It was overwhelming. there was too much for me and my smooth brain to try and figure out where to start. Um, but yeah, I, I I leapt in there and I I just grabbed a hold of that character and was like, whoa, Charlie, and and then from there it just just videos happened basically. <laughs> Very you, overwhelmed. Julie?
1: For me, the first thing I thought was. I I don't like being a male Vero and switch straight to Lala <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I have ninety seven Fantasias. Sweet, let's become a Lala And then I was thinking, man, if only my account had ninety seven Fantasias. Imagine how much money really that would cost. Um,
0: what do they cost? Are no, like, they like, was... five bucks each or something like that?
3: Yeah, they just gave yeah. us a stack of ninety nine.
0: Yeah.
1: On the uh, test character, so you know we
3: don't get to take those home with us. No, we don't. No, we don't get to keep those. <laughs> you get a fantasia. Be amazing, you get a
0: fantasia. No. We can actually now, we have the power to throw fantasias at other players and force them an to It just changes their race. It just changes their race. It oh forces them. And they can't change about
1: I kind of want that as an item, but as a cosmetic now. I would love that as a cool, like, uh, oh, like Halloween like World
2: of Warcraft, like Toys. Wild
3: had those where it turns mm. you into yeah. something else. So is Guild Wars. Guild Wars has let you run around as old Choya. So like it there are other games well, that let you change your character model for a brief amount of time or change other people's character. I, uh
1: Final fantasy Eleven did it as well with the little children characters. Mm-hmm. And there's like monsters as well. But anyway, I then was as same with me, only this was my first time doing the media tour for Final Fantasy 14. I've never really done a media tour before. I've done interviews and I've tried early access, but nothing like this. Um, and so for me, it was the same thing. I go, Wow, what the what am I gonna do now? So I ended up <laughs> warping to Yankshire and just getting confused. And then I found the turtle and then I looked at the turtle that I got distracted by in the job actions trailer because I kept, I was like, Look, it's cool. And I'm like, Look, look there's a turtle in the background in every job action. I'm like, Cool, Yankshire? So up, well, no, Yankshire, damn it, the new. That, I don't I Yanks <laughs> you're good, man. I got it. I um,
0: understood what you're talking about. They both um, have an A.
1: And Yeah. And I went to um the arena little area, because I saw this in the drop traction trade. I saw like a little square arena. Mm. So I, I went there to explore that the first time because that looked interesting to me. But yeah, no, I was just overwhelmed.
0: What about you, Chris? What's stood out most of you?
3: So the media tour for Shadow Rangers was Brian and I's first ever real press event. Um, and so like, that was our bar. So not when there hasn't, it's not like there's been immense press events, other than this, like that was kind of our first big, like dedicated press event that really felt. Um, and there was an interview component and all that. And so like this time around, I felt much more prepared. So I felt like, okay, I know what to expect. I've got my notes ready. I've got, you know, because it's virtual, I'm here in my own house and I've got literally like lunch packed and I had a cooler with drinks in it and like, I'm ready. I'm going to spend as much time on this computer. I've got my list of all the things I'm going to get through in the order. Brian has, you know, his game plan. Let's go. It still didn't feel like enough time. Um mm. it was frantically fast. I was not stopping. Uh the group we were with was like, "Hey, do you want to run the dungeon a third time?" and I was like, "Uh, no."
2: Like not cuz <laughs> I don't,
3: but like it's like, "No. I like I have other things and like I'm looking at the remaining amount of coverage time and I'm like I'm earmarking the minutes. So it did feel like a job during um, afterwards was when it all sunk in, like what I'd gotten to do, like how fun it was and processing the information that I'd gotten to play. And because during it was just like capture, 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 capture. Um, and afterwards, like as I've gone through all the skills and stuff, I have been calling it trait walker in my notes uh, because that that feels like, <laughs> yeah, that it's feels appropriate. Like what it is. Um, but it, it is. I don't think you can win an expansion out of the gate but I do think you can lose one. And one of my concerns has been that we'll never have another expansion as good as Shadowbringers. And there's a lot of expansions that could be good and not as good as Shadowbringers. That's an incredibly high bar. And coming out of the media tour for Shadowbringers, work to game was called, among other people, were called chills for having nothing but nice things to say minus like one or two complaints. I have a very similar set of feelings going into Endwalker. (laughs) Like... You A chill. A lot of good things you to chill. say with one or two complaints. Somebody get that I big really think- uh, check
0: from Yoshi P. That's behind his head right there, and just like
3: <laughs> this is how many dollars they gave me
0: <laughs>
3: here in the void.
0: Here in the void. Watch
1: Brian edit that in.
0: I've been known to do things like that. <laughs> um, for me, I think it was the phrase "we'll we'll spare no expense." Square Enix will spare no expense when it comes to Final Fantasy 14 that to me says let's go time like it it's it's literal go time we finished the saga of Heidelin and Zodiark like 1.0 is is a memory and it's a lesson that it but it is no longer the defining factor of what Final Fantasy 14 is Uh, I've always kind of stated this because I was always like as the expansions progressed and as I've been covering this game like 2.0 was an apology 3.0 was in the shadow 4.0 was coming out of the shadow 5.0 well obviously Shadowbringers, but i was using shadow well up before then Shadowbringers really threw my analogy completely off. back into the shadows uh and then finally with endwalker it's like we're we're finishing this saga and we're about to undertake something and it's it's a mystery and it's one of the things that i think veteran players have been kind of craving for the longest time because we've become spoiled like i would say veteran players this game like every like we're guaranteed like every three ish months we're getting a major content update and then it's like they give us all this cool stuff and then we're like but what about others can we get more please like and it's like you when you realize where everybody else is out there is like starving for content meanwhile we're like this is a really good healthy balance of content and and time to you can take a break that you know i think we've gotten spoiled in that regards but now we're entering into a new phase of mystery yes we know 6.1 will be coming yoshi p's confirmed that he's talked about that but we don't know what it is like we don't know what happens next we don't know what this next saga is going to entail we don't know how that's going to look we don't know how it's going to impact the world there's so many things that we don't know and i think it just kind of livens the sense of adventure and mystery back into final fantasy 14 for long time fans i'm glad people are experiencing the game for the first time i'm glad they're experiencing this epic saga and they're getting to experience it kind of you know all together as opposed to like oh and now we're going to wait for a little bit but it's the fact that the yoshi piece said the square enix is going to spare no expense and i don't want to sit here and spend theoretical square enix dollars but that just has me excited as a player that the biggest critique i've heard especially over on reddit about 14 is that square enix siphons the money that 14 makes into other projects which it's that's their money they do with whatever they want but you mm. kind of do want to sit here and say like Oh yeah, we've got another 2 million subscribers over the last, you know, whatever. Oh, wow. We actually now can see more content rolling out of the game. We now see hats on her guards and it's that simple touch. The fact that I, I, I uh, you know, shifted to a, a Roth, the first thing I got on and all the, the gear, the helmets work on her And I was like, thank you. I'm glad all we got, we saw. all the gear we saw, but still it's, it's <laughs> yeah, items disclaimer. that actually work. I was like, yeah, disclaimer, we don't know if it's every item. But I'm so happy for that because when they A announced, the, when they announced the mail in beer uh, interview, oh yeah. Mm hmm. What do they say?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: 6.1. Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I think 6.1 yeah. is going to be big. Wow.
3: Mm-hmm. Go watch. Go watch me on his video uh, video mm-hmm. interview. Guys, go watch the interview.
0: It should be up by now unless you have plans to roll that out <laughs> in phases. It'll, it'll,
2: yeah, it will be up.
1: <laughs> nice. So yeah.
0: what do you guys think of the dungeon?
2: Tower of Zart. Yep,
1: mm-hmm. Fantastic. I probably ran it too many times.
3: <laughs> Did it feel like things punched hard? Yes, no. I was getting I was getting destroyed as the tank. Now, right. I, having now read the tooltips in a lot more detail, there's a lot of mitigation on tanks that I probably could be doing. And our healer had been playing all of thirteen minutes of sage, so like, oh. <laughs> there's a lot more preparedness yeah. that I think a four man party could have. But going in as synced to level 90s, I felt it was
1: punching pretty hard. I will say this. I said this as well during the when we were playing the dungeon at the time. I remember that we're basically probably going in at the most basic gear level that we can at 90. I thought we yeah, were synced down still. So by the time we start getting better gear, it will feel the same when the expansion launches probably. Because we're going in with if any expansion feels harder or new dungeons feel tougher because your gear will be the baseline for the gear, for the dungeon, it's not until you over-level the dungeon that you then start to feel the effects of... But no, I agree. I felt like I was taking a lot more damage. I ran as... I did the dungeon three times. I ran as tank, healer, and DPS. I did uh, Paladin because that's my main tank. And I went in as Sage and I went in as Reaper. Um, and I did feel as tank that I was. it was a lot more tougher to tank than a lot of the previous dungeons i've done
3: especially because they gave us bigger gap closers longer yeah. ranged abilities that don't break combos more intensive aoe combos so you're encouraged to say like keep up healer and then yeah. and then i wiped <laughs> us a couple times because i'm like this is too much fun oh yes this is literally too much fun i have pulled too much i regret all <laughs> of this we are gonna die because of my choices
2: you know, you are gonna say something uh I didn't experience that much difficulty but I completed it only twice. But I completed it on White Mage and Sage. The rest of the footage I just went in there to do the first boss and that's it because otherwise I wouldn't be able to get enough footage for all of the stuff um that that we need for these videos. Time was like eating away at that point. But Sage was probably the most fun I've ever had in Final Fantasy 14 and will be my new main. Uh, that is the first thing i have to say and it is incredibly powerful in its current stand as we expected it might be but the dungeon was like "Thankred, you're not pulling enough because i did it with trust because uh people were doing other things they didn't want to to do a duty which is fine i was like okay i'll do trust Thankred couldn't pull enough i i had to pull for him (laughs) and they i will tell you one thing maybe that's the difference if you guys played with uh, other players and i play with a trust maybe the trust was scaled more up than your gear because chili's right we were in level 90 base artifact gear and that's exactly the same when we hit Shadowbringers. it was the same feeling when we went into like what Amaral or whatever Mm -hmm. whatever that dungeon was yoshi p did um, talk
0: about upgrades to the trust system just in the ai alone and also Mm. future updates teased Perhaps for
2: 6.1. Well, we yeah, it's speculation by
0: us at this point, but go ahead.
2: Yeah. I, I elaborated that further in my interview as well about True System. Something, something else to look forward to. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they, they've they we gone again? ham. Uh, now wasn't I'm it like, it uh, was, f- wasn't it five something, five sixty? Or was it higher than I've that? I've got
1: a picture actually of my gear because I saw something interesting. I, was I wasn't sure because now I'm pulling up. I uh, wasn't sure if it was new because, um, there was a new text that says, cannot be died yet. I wasn't sure if that was like, because it, we haven't unlocked die or if it was like a new feature. The artifact
2: gear was dieable for some reason. I did notice that. No, I was like, wait. It
1: says dieable conditions not yet met
2: yeah. on
0: the
1: tooltip. Which That's
0: right. It, that, when, we see, when I see things like that, it has me excited for like quests or some kind of grind to unlock. Mm. Because one of the biggest pet peeves I have, especially in MMOs, is when the developer just hands me something especially that's such a like a nice quality of life just give me something to chase uh Mm. especially in these games that i obviously have no problem putting time into uh and so it's that uh like we've been playing new world and it's like somebody's like oh i wish they would make it easier for x and i was like that'd be fine but make it a quest line make it something that you work towards because then it gets easier and you have a value and same same concept with so when you're saying not yet met i'm like perfect let's yeah let's go give me something to work on i don't know if
1: that I don't know if that means that they uh, haven't. not die though. I didn't. Look right. It could just have, be that they I'm
0: don't unlock. have it yet implemented yeah, it on that build. Yeah, character hasn't done
3: enough well, in this queue,
1: don't Or die. didn't
0: they? Didn't turn in their orange yeah. juice at yeah. level <laughs> fifteen? I, it was.
1: A, it was. A, it's a side quest. It's not an actual main story quest. So. Right. 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 Um. And I'm looking at the gear right now because I didn't take a picture. I just wanted to. I wanted to look at that tooltip. You know, um. The uh, my paladin was eye level five hundred and sixty level yeah. eighty nine gear.
3: Yeah, so that's only
1: twenty-five higher than the current. And my five thirty
3: gear. gear is going to last a while.
2: Mm.
1: Twenty-five yeah. for the weapon, of course. Thirty for everything else.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, bear in mind what tariffs that was in a level eight T one dungeon, right?
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, first dungeon.
2: So yeah, what we left the about... second
3: dungeon because I think first dungeon ended up being too MSQ heavy.
2: Mm-hmm. So it it'll be like six hundred and something item level at the end.
1: No, this Could is... This is
2: yeah.
1: uh, no, it's more like... It'll probably be like 580. Because if the level 89 stuff is 560, it's not going to go from 560 to
0: 600. Well, no, I think he's talking about... I over was the thinking of like endgame
2: weapon at the end of the expansion. Mm-hmm. Like Relic or oh, whatever. Oh,
1: the end of the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant at the end of this.
2: Like,
0: <laughs> <next> <laughs> level. And, uh, and, and he hit 90 and here here's 600. Okay, well, we just got 40 item levels yeah. for nothing um yeah. what what uh so meoni's talking about uh sage and just really feeling confident in, in making that uh his main uh what about you chris mm. are is is warrior uh got its hooks in you again or is there something tempting you away from it and if and I if anything I could stop
3: a warrior unless they deleted the soul stone and then they made warrior way way more fun like way way more fun Becoming
2: they could have left cleave. it flat
3: and i would have played it and i'm telling you like warrior by far won the tank category in my opinion and you and i filmed like immediately after the media tour and i was like i think warrior won, but i'm willing to i'm willing to give a nod to paladin as now that i have finished going through all the tanks it is it is dark knight got better gunbreaker and paladin got way better and warrior like why would you not play warrior like that's cool that those other three are doing stuff but like yeah. oh my gosh warrior
0: i i i completely actually agree with with the sentiment of warrior um, there, there was a couple of changes I was hoping for Paladin and they didn't happen and I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay. What about you, Chili? What do you think? I'm
1: the opposite. I really love the changes to Paladin. Like, um, I like the fact that Holy Spirit spam heal- heals you.
0: Yeah, it's really nice.
1: Um, I, I mm-hmm. like all the different healing stuff that we can now do to ourselves. Like, um, if I'm brightly watching it, it also now does a heal later on. Um, your AoE protection. I'm trying to remember the name of it now. Divine Veil. Also um, has an AOE, and then you have a self heal with Sheltron as well. There's a lot of different ways Sheltron, I can now heal so myself. Cool. Yeah, yeah survivability so
0: on Paladin is unfreaking real. But my 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 only cr- uh, critique is just I you know the con- the controller layout for some of the abilities where I see like with Confeditor and how it upgrades and that is just perfect. Like that it feels so yeah. good on controller. However, Atonement is still like this bane in my side because it's this very awesome yeah. ability that I want to use. But, like, I just you know, I want to be able to use it on the move, and so I'll figure it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to spend a little bit more time with Paladin going into ninety, uh, to really kind of like
1: the, only, the only, thing I played with I had trouble with button blow was Reaper. Oh, uh,
0: oh Reaper
2: yeah. and Astro, man, Astro has got massive button <laughs> Reaper's blows. got a lot of buttons. Yeah reaper just too much I, I tried to play i was i was really hyped for playing reaper but now i'm like what you, you press one button and six buttons light up and i'm like uh yeah. um...
3: button your have, you have buttons turning into other buttons so like, yes. for all the button bloat it has the total number of abilities and traits present on that job are insane if you don't it's like decisions
0: reaper's gonna like stress you out
3: <laughs> yeah so yeah it's, it's a full melee job with positionals that is filling up your red gauge for the privilege of summoning your pet which you will now do a new set of abilities to fill your blue gauge then you find out that you were your pet's pet and you're going to merge into one thing to fill dots and basically go through like a whole new phase
1: i will say that reaper is the first job where your one two three combo is actually not your main combo
0: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i I completely agree same thing i got with summoner by the way like I was talking with Larry oh, are about this nah. specifically saying like ruin three, what like you have it for occasionally you'll use ruin three. Yeah. But otherwise you got so much going on and it's so ridiculously fun, but we were just kind of laughing that it's like ruin three is here. <laughs> you, you might yeah, use it you- occasionally.
2: You only have time to use Rune 3 like after the full rotation of the summons in like weaving at the end before yeah. you're back into using either Phoenix or Bahamut again. Yeah. It's just summon ability, 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 summon ability, ability, ability. It's, it's like a, a drum and bass song. It's crazy. And you don't want to uh, go too slow
0: him. because then essentially you could it. be missing on your like the entire rotation with Phoenix because it is in a way, I'm very curious from a speed perspective because your abilities do get augmented by your summon some make you completely mobile some make you gotta stay still and like that kind of gameplay mechanics still there for summoner but what you don't want is to sit here and have your summons up and all of a sudden phoenix is ready because phoenix is going to refresh those summons anyway and that's just a whole process of the whole loop and so i i found myself like why you know yeah don't be casting ruin (laughs) like
2: you're not here you're not here to bring the ruin you're here to bring the summons Summons if free and then ends up accidentally gap closing into an AOE. Ah, yeah, exactly. That's that's my um, worry. I,
1: I'll be honest. I did that quiet last Reaper because <laughs> you've got your backwards and forwards dash. So I'm not used to, yeah. I'm like, okay, sweet. If I press this button, I'll dodge into the AOE. Okay, so if I press this one, I will <laughs> dodge into the other AOE. That's sweet. <laughs> Yay.
2: <laughs> it's tricky. The skill ceiling is going to be really high for those for good Reapers, and it's going to be like everyone else's average
3: oh yeah you're gonna see world first race yeah there's gonna be some reaper putting out you know whatever the new 90 bajillion damage number is with the new stat squish and people mm-hmm. are going to, oh so i should run reaper in my
2: group and then they'll be terrible okay.
3: how come we're not clearing the dps check
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> what's <laughs> the this red is, like, because like, because the why this bar why is this bar filling enormous. up
0: yeah and then you go watch the uh, the action trailer you go watch yoshi p playing like reaper it looks and so smooth and it slow. looks so smooth sp- well he spent more time with it than i have uh, but i was thinking, like all right i'm trying to get this and i finally get it and it feels so good i'm like okay like i i'm not gonna like i'm playing it i'm like okay why is this not going up i'm reading tool tips ju- just getting the information and then yes, yeah, so I get a, I bring out my avatar and then I watch the and he's playing and he's doing, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, it looks like we're in the same page. And then all of a sudden his bar just jumps to the top. I'm like, what did he do? Like I, what yeah, button was that? Let me, 50,
3: there's a plus 50 gauge ability. Right. And <laughs> I completely
0: that. missed that. And I was like, yeah. okay, like that changes everything. It's about getting that off cooldown all the time. Cause that's going to push me right into this mode. I loved how it looked. I loved how her, like, I loved how it also augmented your look. Like visually, oh, yeah. your character changes with the Reaper. What an impressive yeah, job! Yeah.
3: What's that going to look like in a pig or a chicken suit?
0: <laughs> I hope. I hope. Oh, they, they, yeah. How sick would that be? They're like, and we're making matching glamours that are going to tie into your Reaper. Like, <laughs> that's where all your subscription money went this year, this expansion. <laughs> we, re, we we really need, need that, that budget. Play. We need on that boost <laughs> on this.
2: The uh, huh. what do you guys think about uh, the changes to Summoner? Amazing it's now an actual summoner and it feels it's just frantic you can move around there's more freedom and it's flashy it's that is the the flashiest job in the game probably well one of the flashiest it's the, in the game. you
3: have a, a command to turn down, down its flashiness individually to yes. single it out
2: <laughs> yeah it, it just felt really good in combat as well you know and things, I don't know how much damage they were doing, but things were melting in the run of Tower of Zot I did do with Summoner. So I was like, okay, this this is, this must be good. And everything's like based on an AoE. I've noticed that that's a big thing with uh, with casters this time around is you're yes. not penalized for being, uh, being an AoE caster. Everything seems to be like, you're going to AoE anyway, and even if there's only one target, don't worry, you're still going to be doing the same damage. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And I felt it- that with uh, Black Mage as well. Black Mage felt incredible, and the only I want to get
0: you alls thoughts on Black Mage, but more importantly, Red Mage, because your point, mm-hmm. M- Mione, with Red Mage, and especially its physical rotation, you're not punished now for doing your AOE rotation, because right. now that still tricks into uh, Holy and Flare, and now Holy and Flare are AOE, and so is Scourge, and so is like your new ability, and I'm I'm drawing a blank on its name right here now, but it's it, flashy. Though. It's not just flashy, but it's like oh my gosh, like. The viability between uh, a single target trial and an and an AOE dungeon pool, I think to me has gone up. What do you think, Chili?
1: I didn't really touch Red Mage, but for the new ability, it's called Resolution.
0: Thank you. Ah, oh, there we go. Get the facts. Sorry, I touched uh, Harris, perfect.
1: Monk, Monk yeah. Reaper, Sage, and yeah. What do you think I, about I, Monk? I I, I really like the changes actually. To be honest, I was really disappointed when Grease Lightning was dropped on Monk because that was the fun part of monk for me was keeping your stacks. And I found when they changed form shift to allow you to reset your stack timer for grease lightning, the job became very easy as it was. Mm-hmm. It didn't really need much changes. It was, I thought that was how but for me. It was at the time without seeing what we played now. That was the perfect easy skill monk. I thought, because you could keep your grease lightning the entire dungeon just by pressing one button. There was mm-hmm. no, but with the changes with the, uh, masterful blitz ability, which I wasn't able to use in the dungeon, of course, because we've leveled down. Um I did enjoy it from when I played tried on the striking dummies and stuff like that. It it felt a lot more fun than the current monk where I just felt like I was doing my rotation and that was it. Now I feel like I've got some other things that are slightly different and it feels like it feels varied. It doesn't feel like I'm just going like one, two, four, one, three, four, one, two, four, and then off global cooldowns when my yeah, buffs are up. No, I feel like I'm actually doing stuff.
3: All of the jobs felt like AOEs are now like big single target yeah. damage and then like 70% to everybody else. All of your, you know, if it triggers a proc that you have time to use, all those times got longer. Everybody's doing an easier job with AOEs. Everybody's doing an easier job moving. Everybody's got their own interpretation of how we're going to add a skill ceiling by triggering, you know, one to three things uh, like the Bard coda system. Uh, across the board i think every job got better i and think some stuff. jobs will have gotten better by a bigger yeah. margin than others you guys think there were any losers here like any any jobs that you're like man i really wish we just kept it exactly the way
1: arc night Th- those are the two
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why do you think scholar
3: why do you think scholar didn't come out ahead
2: uh because it's basically the same as it was before in the old sense of the word of being a barrier healer it only got an aoe sprint ability which people are only going to use in certain circumstances and standing side by side with a sage i would choose a sage every single time because they have like th- there's like six abilities that do aoes it, I just side by side when i was playing both sage of them i was that's like a,
3: that's a tough person to compete with
2: it is like if you for example create like reaper for example yeah is not going to be as much of a problematic decision i think for a melee because the other melee are really quite good as we've said mm-hmm. dragoon felt really good i really enjoyed playing dragoon i was like wow this is insane cool. and the new ability is cute and <laughs> side by side i think everything works but you're not having the same thing that that scholar is going to have to sit through which is like same again huh just but we're against that guy over there and he's got like six aoe's uh a button that turns one ability into a single target heal or it does a, a single target shield or a normal heal aoe heal or a sing, uh, an aoe shield then there's another aoe shield and another aoe heal on top of that one that does an aoe regen yeah hey, good luck yeah good luck
0: uh I, though i i was talking with uh with, with larry's there about this and i said like the, what i'd love to see them change to scholar is give scholar bane Uh, summoner lost bane scholar still has a dot uh and so give the scholar the ability to just take that dot and spread it to the to an aoe pool like i think that would be so cool and if they showed scholar doing bane like that would be so epic um you know but you're 100 right like when it comes down to it like if i was gonna like in a versus video uh sage Mm. if especially if you like damage especially if you like damage and the other factor that 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 i've kind of been frustrated about is the the homogenization of the fairies of scholar and
3: yeah that did feel and it's
0: like they're just a, it's just a, a color palette like i was like it doesn't have to be game breaking give uh eos like a, a 50 potency for five second you yeah, know I'm healing same. over times you know like that happens after like you, you still have embrace and just add a little perk to that embrace for eos and then on Celine, give Celine a little shield that they'll put on on top of the you know on, on top of their little embrace so embrace is the same do you want a little bit more shielding or do you want a little bit more like you know healing over right. time nothing that would mm. essentially like and then they could i think they could balance that a little bit you know if all of a sudden it was like clearly like always one thing then they could they could tweak that individually and that's the that that's the changes where i think the scholar ended up coming short because you're right like
3: it, it felt like it hit well, harder yeah maybe
2: No, that's because of the reduced cast time for healers across the board. That's true. Right. right.
3: I was comparing each Endwalker job to its Shadowbringers counterpart, and I think they all improved. But I think now you're starting to say, like, okay, well, who gets slotted here? And, like, I think Bard's going to run into the same issue. I don't know how strong that kind of coda based divination is going to feel in a party, but, like, it's in a slot against everybody that wants to play Summoner. Black Mage and Red Mage look amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, no.
3: always the answer's always, you know, competitive for a slot. So like like how do you it's not that Bard isn't better than Old Bard, it's that like it's in a it's in a range slot that unless we're moving a to three range, range slot. In a
1: raid. It's Well no, because I I would say you're often going to have a physical range and a caster range. So is you that okay really compare, uh, sum it up with people a say they're
3: considering two casters a fizz range than one melee now static
2: does it wrong then. <laughs> we go that's like the all, all, i'm not
3: i'm not a savage <laughs> person i typically it should be two range two melee is the that's the
1: base yeah. formula
3: but there's yeah, no my rule group is,
1: there's no rule there's no rule for anything you could technically go in with two base healers if you wanted to you two do, two do healers, you i guess
2: then go with two scholars don't do that
3: no 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 i think it's going to be a no
2: because it no, true. Right. And galvanize doesn't stack with uh, the other... what's the sage ability? Yeah, uh, I'm like white mage didn't feel that, uh, but it awesome. Awesome.
3: Yeah, white mage was in good shape.
2: Yeah, but white mage is in an incredible situation as uh, right. my current main. Uh, it it doesn't need to be yeah. changed, but one thing I was I was quite like happy that se- so seemingly the, the the world doesn't seem happy about is that we still have free cure, which is interesting, yeah. and also. Um, that new what's called Lily yeah. Bell. Bell. Bell Lilly Bell is awesome. oh it's so good yeah. sage, Well, it, it also
0: pairs well with sage yeah. because sage mm. has reactionary based uh shields so mm. you put a stack of five shields on any particular target and then as those shields you know it hits them breaking peeled it reshields them automatically up to the and then any shielding yeah. stacks remain it just acts as a bigger cure For that individual in the first place and i was like that is so fascinating and then same thing with lilybell you take damage and lilybell does the cure otherwise no damage eventually just builds up to a one you know like after 30 seconds or something here's a big old cure for everybody like so if if it doesn't end up triggering at triggering you benefit from it and if it does then you're essentially kind of helping to essentially like and honestly i think a lot of that is is due to the movement changes that we already saw in the dungeon which we didn't Mm. really touch on i felt like we were moving all the time in the dungeon, and yes. I hope that all like I hope that that's an example of what this expansion entails. Like, yeah, you want to know why Scholar got sprint? Yeah, just wait till the raid. Like, you might not want think it's best in slot, but that might be an ability that you really want, especially in Prague. Remember, by the way, to be remember
1: it's not just sprint. sprint, no. It's a it damage reduction. Damage, damage reduction.
0: Yeah, it's an excellent point, Shelley. So yeah. If
1: there's a constant raid, if there's like you've got to move around, but there's also constant raid right. damage going on. That would also that'd be great for movement and it's also I would say Scholar might be Scholar might be good for prog, uh, modern mm. sage. Um just because of that, because you'll have you if you if you know that certain people are having like this might be a, a section where it's really fast and you're having people that are having trouble with that part, you could time that for helping with some damage reduction so that it wouldn't take as much and it might help those people from getting out just in time
2: the flip It'll side be, of that is when yeah. you have the the movement speed thing that like that could kill people yeah if you've got platforms <laughs> with no sides yeah, on it we've seen that like, like, like don't sprint yeah that ES9. will happen
3: yeah. you know, <laughs> I know. all i think about that a, a do the balance beam and some scholar pop and sprint for everybody and <laughs> yeah. it just sails off the i did not want beam.
0: this i did not want uh, this right now <laughs> I, um,
1: every, everyone's done zadnor right yes. I've, yeah. I've often popped the speed boost just to troll people because there's a ability where you increase everyone's sprint speed gives everyone super sprint so yeah, they're yeah, like hey, talking the nice like, things about I'm chili when now. he's
0: not around and then here's billy just like let me mess with yeah. all these people in game they
3: have that as a thing in rocket league where you can make yeah. somebody else suddenly boost and it's like for all the time you want to be boosting in rocket league it's really inconvenient for somebody to turn your boost on <laughs> manually and you're just like crap yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: so what you're saying is the matter is now press rescue press button that increases ha- uh, yeah. movement speed next to the next to the side <laughs> of an arena. <laughs>
3: oh, are you going a good left? combo. I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, so, so what would you guys bring to kind of circle around? We'll start with Chili. What would you bring as your dream light party first dungeon, first MSQ dungeon? Three complete strangers. What classes are you going to be like? Yeah, this is well, this I'm, is what I want.
1: Uh, Paladin sage um because I, f- I found i could literally the first few trash pools i didn't even have to heal the tank mm. um, um but again bias here monk and black mage
2: well wow.
1: because those are the jobs i like <laughs> <laughs> what are you bringing me on uh
2: i'd say paladin because it's unkillable but then i don't need it to be a paladin because i'll be the sage and they're kind of you could be whatever you want and i'll keep you alive it was it was incredibly fun and easy but um yeah paladin me as a sage definitely and then uh, i don't know really it there's so many to choose from but if i was to pick only only two dps i'd probably go with dragoon and um and black mage black mage was just there there were so few changes but enough to make it like wow okay that's that's amazing and it's very flashy now with high fire uh three and high fire uh high blizzard three, oh yeah i think it's called yeah which are the sure. aoe thingy thingies uh the upgrades uh, level 82 i think i think that's the the I number so. that yeah.
0: they got it's so it frustrates me so much their naming of spells in this game yes. like uh, to the point where it's like you it's guys just you Japanese know if they yeah. say that like but then there's a counter argument and it's called Final Fantasy XI, in which that they got it done right. Like single target final in, in Final Fantasy XI, it's fire one, fire two, fire three, like etc. Like that's single target. Guess what's guess what AoE targets are? Fire agra fire agra, fire blah blah blah. And then it's like they have the with, yeah, exactly. Viagra. <laughs> yeah, Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It's the just more than six, it, yeah. <laughs> Impossible <it falls laughs> the four hours full cool of <laughs> The uh, but essentially it's like I wish there was just like a different but no it's like and then now they're high fire two high fire high blizzard two well uh, all right <laughs>
3: like, let's start throwing okay. numbers on them this is high fire seven yeah well th- there's a well, lore reason why six, they don't there's apparently don't, a low reason
0: and that they've within yeah. the council of magic that magic's not allowed to go past level four
2: in in their um, naming so it's like okay okay well, cool why did we get holy three and not holy two then? yeah where's that holy two of holy Holy Holika, holy Holika, holy ga, holy holy, ga. But it's no holy like holy whatever two would be holy, holy. <laughs> also holy holy. maybe
1: they, maybe maybe it was just they put free and maybe they it will be changed for the. the yeah, I'm, maybe I'm, waiting to see it. It. I'm waiting to see on I'm
2: waiting
0: to see because I was like, well, same thing with uh, there's a couple of spells where it's like, where's two? Like what happened here? <laughs> uh, we're missing two. Like, all right, is that a quest? Oh well, yeah, glare.
1: Wasn't it glare free as well. Instead of, yes. yeah, it was gla- like for white
0: for, for, uh, mage glare three, we went from glare Ooh. to glare three and holy to holy three. And I'm like, but how pretty was the new holy? Oh, oh sorry, better. better. Oh, it
3: looked great. All the spell, and all the new spell effects. Flash were fun them. Beautiful ev- and not a flashbang.
2: Everything's like blue lilies everywhere. Oh, uh, I was like,
1: I mean, it's <laughs> gonna be so a
3: little good. much when like the black mage thing's going yeah. off and the holy thing's going off and the new gravity's wow. going off. Like, it's, it's, if you've ever played with Max. Spell detail, especially in something like
2: just have a macro to turn to it on I and ha- off. I have a button, uh, two macros on my uh, UI. You, you just press it where you don't want to be blinded and then press it when you do want to be blinded. Mm. That's what I do. That's smart. Mm. The uh, Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I'm so blown away by the spell effects. Like they have really Beautiful. done yeah. an incredible Beautiful. job. And I was like, yes, this is starting to feel like obviously high end level magic. And so I was really excited to see because we've kind of had this, you know, like. They've added like one spell like especially in black mage like it's like okay now we have foul now we have despair but then you go look at like you know uh paradox and you're like mm. oh my goodness how incredibly be- beautifully animated
2: beautifully you know, I, animated. I, I... I cannot wait to see an alliance raid with a sp- full spell effects on and see like what all these combinations look like. Having uh, the new kofitiara, uh, Confi- wh- whatever it's called, the new blades of whatever oh, yeah. that come out of the sky, plus oh, yeah. everything else. That's going to be like, oh, oh I yeah. hope you've got a decent GPU. <laughs> oh man, the um,
3: Blade I, of faith, I, Blade of truth, Blade of Hour.
2: Yes, I am.
0: Yeah, I, I really like. I came away from this event. I, I was impressed by Thavnir. I think essentially when we've seen it previewed mm. before, some of the coloring, like obviously it wasn't final. And some of the coloring, I was like, that's a little like hard on the eyes just from that fly through and the music what's going on here. But no, I think uh, Thavnir was really impressive as a zone. Chris and I, we went and hunted down the A rank and we did that as a, like, a, a six group, a six man group. Did y'all, did you fight the A rank mob
2: at all? Yeah. We got told we got world first on ours nice well congrats apparently on on one of them which was they which told was us I, that
3: the only other group they'd known had killed an a rank. Did it was seven people and there were six of us there and we're like pull it we're doing this
2: that was well, us EU had 14, <laughs> EU had we 14 it. people okay. doing it
1: we killed it with seven technically but i wasn't invited to the pie i was just stood outside trying to heal people okay. from a distance <laughs> so there was technically six people fighting it and then i Kind of recorded myself running around the boss with the HUD off near the end, so I had a little bit of footage of the of the. the it hunt.
3: was awesome. It was a. I was like six people took us. I don't know twenty minutes.
2: Yeah. yeah. It was not quick. It was like uh, half what, an hour. Well, that for
3: us. the
1: issue issue we had, okay, um, we were like it was like it was like the half an hour the half an hour before the event was ending that we saw the hunt, um, so we pulled it. And then quarter, 15 minutes into fighting it, it was down to like 40 percent health. We were, we, were, we were doing really well. Um, people died and his health reset. <laughs> ouch. <laughs> so we we literally got killed we killed it just as the, the end just as the, as it was ending it died
3: Very nice Oh man. we had we had people that were resetting going to Old Charlotte and porting back into Thavner. we were like, just stay alive. I'm coming
1: back. <laughs> <laughs> I I on. did that. I did so many times. I realized why not I just switch home points to Fathnia? <laughs> oh, I'm
3: clever! We had people changing jobs. We were trying all sorts of stuff. The six yeah. of us threw everything oh, yeah, we so. had
0: at it. It was a good time. It was yeah, really good time. It. So I guess the kind of the final uh, question for the table here, as we uh, are now past the media tour and as we look towards the next live letter on uh, like November the fifth, mm-hmm. uh we know what the RGP already talked about: PvP, more crafting and gathering changes, etc. And this is really the final, I guess, in my mind, sprint uh, to re- uh, the early release on the 19th. Meoni, what are your plans? Like, how are you going to manage your time? Are you taking a break or are you playing even more? Like, everybody kind of comes
2: at an expansion launch differently. What's your roadmap look like? What breaks? Uh, what are these things called breaks? No, no, I'm, I have no plans of stopping. It's it's only just starting to get good. Once, once we get past... Um, You know that it's we're on this last little leg and i think the hype is really at its highest if i try to play any other game right now it just feels like i'm missing out I, i i don't like it i have this weird problem of of not logging into final fantasy 14 every day that's my my problem i love it and I, I i plan to cover as much as possible there's lots of speculation to go off of lots of points to go off of, and there's going to be lots of interviews with lots more information flooding out from media outlets over the next few you know months basically it's going to be something little tidbits of information every single week isn't it so i don't think in any way shape or form i plan to slow down personally because it's just about to get cooking and then obviously with and Walker's uh, actual release as well. That's going to be incredibly busy, but I'm looking forward to the live letter. I'm hoping that we see more about Island Sanctuary as well as the the rest of the other bits and pieces. But yeah, no rests. What about you, Jelly?
1: I'm the same. Uh, we plan to hit the streaming really hard when it comes to Pharmacy 14 and then Walker. I'm probably going to take a small break uh, end of this month because there's some stuff I want to play that I'm excited for. But apart from that, we'll, we'll be covering as much as we can. We plan to hit, we, we, I feel like we might take a break from the podcast just because we don't we don't want to spoil people the story. And anything we're going to talk about N-Walker in the podcast is probably going to be spoiler territory. So the first week of the, of the expansion, we'll probably take a break and then we'll be back the week after. Um, but apart from that, yeah, I plan to just stream, get the review out as soon as possible when Endwalker comes out um, and just hit the game as hard as I can. That's how so much we got to cover.
0: What about you, Chris.
3: Well, um, through the media tour, even though I wasn't streaming it, like I was still playing it every day. I mm. can't stop playing it. Like I log in to verify a tooltip because I'm looking at the new thing and I want to make sure that I have the old data. So I'm like, Oh, how much did the potency change on this? I'm like, well, while I'm here, I haven't run my leveling or that. Uh and so like I'm, you know, I'm just trying to finish out my jobs. I've never had all my jobs at CAP before. Um, So I think by Endwalker, I'm on pace to have all tanks, healers, casters, and Fizz range. And then melee is just going to lag behind. Um, So I'm getting really close. I think that I've I've never finished a relic. I finished my relic. I'm close to finishing a Skysteel tool. Um, So like I have a lot of goals. And I think it's just about churning through those. I am capping... Like I'm tracking my hours per week because this is what I do full time for a job. And so the side of me that's used to kind of like having different KPIs and what all the industry terms are, like I found that as much as I was excited to go work for myself and get away from those, I'm like, oh, those had value. And so I'm just bringing those back for myself because actually they do help. It does actually do a thing. Uh, And so I'm managing the amount that I can play because I'm trying to manage burnout. I'm just. I'm, I'm very afraid because between content creation and playing, I'm hard capping myself at 70 hours a week right now. That's a long work week, like regardless of if you're playing video games and making guides like 70 hours is a lot. So I I, I think the, the amount of hype is almost if anything, it's concerning me because like I just want to play more. And at 70 hours like you should not want to do more of anything.
2: You like, stream 70 like... hours a week? No no, no
3: no between streaming oh. video editing and playing oh. 70 hours
0: Oof. yeah it's a lot the uh for no, me i stream,
3: i stream like 30 to 40.
0: for me i'm kind of in my my break phase right now a new world launched and i've been just absolutely over the moon for that game really been enjoying that experience um there's a lot of parallels it has to final fantasy uh but a lot of people won't actually connect those parallels and then they if you're a 1.0 final fantasy player like a lot of it is like a met ma- what final fantasy 1.0 like attempted to do but never was able to execute on and here it is like and then i just think what would yoshi p do with amazon's budget yoshi p commented like oh i wish i had wow's budget like if he get if they gave this guy amazon's budget like and somebody said we'd solve oh. all the problems in the world <laughs> like like oh world peace was achieved well. this day um, so it's just like, we were, we we're having a good laugh about that. So honestly, I think I'm going to come and ride that, like continue to ride that train because I'm enjoying it. And so then essentially, I think essentially my return, like in it, like outside of just popping in and managing markets and stuff. Cause you know, we're all like, we're all addicted. <laughs> it's like, uh, outside of like, just kind of like, okay, I'm going to pop in and do that. Um, I think November 5th at the, after the live letters is a, is a really good time to come back and make sure like my inventory's completely clean. If there's anything else that I like any quests that I have yet to complete, I've done all the zone quests, but I'm thinking like, make sure I get all the job quests knocked out, Get you know, just yeah. literally quest log is clean. The, uh, you know, like all of the stuff that is needing to be done is done. So then on the 19th, I can, uh, I can level up Sage and Reaper. And that's actually my plan. I'm not going to step right into the story right away. I'm going to focus in on just getting sage and reaper to level 80 and then i'm gonna take reaper uh through the story and then i'm gonna f- uh, follow up with sage and then i'm gonna switch over to like summoner and and you know just start leveling up the jobs and that's gonna be what i'm yeah. gonna be doing
3: keep us fuller free oh yeah and B- enjoy
1: before we enjoy it before we wrap up can i just add one more thing Dad, to remember please absolutely um talk about quest logs in a way did you any of you look at the new achievement log yes oh it's beautiful it's so nice. Yeah. It reminds
2: me of the wondrous tales. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um. I asked in my interview about it as well, and uh, Yoshi P said that he wanted to see uh, achievements as something that are daily trackable now and rework everything so that Wait, trackable. Like yes.
0: throw it like in your quest log little sign.
2: No, as in you log ah. in. And your achievements are going to be part of you logging in. Now you'll have daily things that you can track and do, and to encourage people to do more things with more rewards. Well, that's exciting to
0: hear
3: because
2: we've been. He's there are actually kind of going to talk... be reasons for, yeah. for for those achievement points to exist. Oh
3: yes, we've been talking Finally. about that. We've been talking have, about yes, that for a while. That just makes me have more questions. That didn't yes, answer sorry. anything. <laughs> I know. Well, those... I was
0: like. <laughs> the thing i okay, wanted with five, the six, achievements six, is oh, literally six. to just toss it over like a quest right like <laughs> this i want to track and it's on my ui so it's like oh gather you know go kill 60 things and you know eureka like i want to just track that as a part of my my quest log mm. and so if they're redoing oh, that i don't know if they'll do that day and day yeah. but literally be like emailing you know yoshi p like hey uh
2: it, I like. apparently the they had it, it planned from a realm reborn but in a realm reborn they didn't have any pl- like any time so all they did is they just put something together to track things and he doesn't like it and he's wanted to change it and uh, with 6.0 they were like i'm changing it this time so yeah wow. that is something to look forward to and if people want a sort of descriptive of what it looks like it's kind of like a notepad with lined yeah. paper with holes in it and with a pencil and you press uh there's two tabs. One of them wasn't working in the media tour demo, but the second tab is where your daily stuff's gonna be, like it recommends you to do things, there'll be actual achievements for that time oh, yeah. specifically.
1: As list near completion and recommended,
2: yeah. But it'll be like stuff that changes yeah. per day, presumably, very exciting. It's daily incentive, very exciting. Yeah,
1: the hard questions and my questions were like. Hildebrand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh,
3: <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, working my way through all the interviews. Um, it, it, this was by far a larger mm. event than the last one. Uh, as a result, not everybody got an interview. Brian and I did not get an interview. There was a number of people. And so, like, I look forward to going and seeing what got asked. He, he did, according to the live letter, give over 70 interviews. So, to mm. the people that he did not, I, I think that's just literally a time thing. <laughs> Like 70 yeah. interviews a lot of them were shared but still like and a lot of it, them
2: were during tgs right mm-hmm.
3: absolutely More, crazy yeah,
0: that's right that's
2: very good still working
3: so um they they invited a ton of people very diverse group i know that i was i was telling my wife offhand that I, you know some people were frustrated that some longtime players of the game were not invited in and in trade you know some people who don't really play the game or are new to the game got invited as if it was like kind of one and not the other and and uh and her, her response actually was really level-headed and she goes i think it's really good to have somebody that's less biased than you fanboys and i was like i'm not biased and she's like you play and cover this game like 50 to 70 hours a week you have thousands of hours in it you're biased <laughs> okay all right i uh, might be a little biased point point
0: point to to, to <laughs> this Gaming kind of <laughs> Now, um as we wrap up the show i want to go around and let everybody have an opportunity to share their final thoughts and as well as uh, you know where you can find them and their content but i do want to say thanks to red rocket dark wolf chili hey 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 that chili uh john psycho cordell wg productions Keeland, and luke for their generous donations helping to fund uh the podcast and help bring it to you guys day and date well not in this case but like you'll get it when it comes up uh you know for the uh for the show so hopefully you guys enjoy if you're listening in the audio version uh, be sure to thank a uh, supporter or be sure to give this the show a five-star rating uh you know choices up to you i'll let you uh, i'll let you do with your time but let's go around the room uh final thoughts chris
3: I-, I could not be more excited to play endwalker um i'm really pumped like i'm literally at this point the logical side the pessimist side of my brain is like take care of this guy because he's you're you're gonna hurt yourself like slow down it can't be this good uh, i'm really really pumped Chili.
1: I I agree with Chris. I really I was, I'm I still have some um, I still have some worries about the story, but that's my own bias after the fact. That I didn't like a previous story, not Shadowbringers, but I'm I'm still worried about it. Uh, but for the actual gameplay perspective and why I played, I really enjoyed. So. Mm.
2: Yeah. I would say I, I feel very much reflective of of what you two gentlemen have said. I would I would add that uh, it, it was incre- incredible incredible uh, honor to be included in it. Um, I still am very grateful to to Square Enix and well for people making me get to the point where I can go to things like that. But the thing I took away from it most of all was that the world itself has so much world building. Uh, this time around that the places were so diverse. We got to play in Gala Mold. We got to play in Favnia, and we got to look at Sharlion. And, and with other, you know, there's six zones in this expansion, already the diversity between those zones is like, do you want to go snowy place, tropical place, nice coastal temperate regions with blizzards? You know, like it, it's insane. And the jobs are, have had a lot of passion and thought put into them. They've really worked hard to... Uh, include more quality of life changes. It's overall got me. I was already very excited for the expansion, but now just it. it's painted a big yes across the across the board. I cannot wait to share some of the stuff that you, I have uh, recorded.
0: If you guys are uh, listening and are on the fence, I would highly recommend uh, the pre-order. I, I would highly recommend it. So That way you can jump in on the 19th, unless you've already got plans on the 19th, and then you play when you like, but I, I highly recommend it. Guys, be sure to follow uh, Mione and Chili, Chris over Game Kind of Work the Game, uh, for all their content, what they put out, especially uh, all the stuff that has uh, gone live uh, today, and that will go live tomorrow and the next day, and so on and so forth, as we build up to the launch of this expansion, which I think is going to be pretty historic. I, you know, I've never seen anything like happen, like what we we're going to experience with this, and I'm very excited to see how that plays out, as well as for the future of Final Fantasy um yoshi b i think is uh doing a fantastic job and so we've got a lot to look forward to but without further ado guys thanks for watching thanks for listening thanks for being here this has been the crystal core radio podcast Uh, i've been your host brian and uh we've been on an adventure together see you next time and take care